You're listening to 66.6 FM Radio TOVH The Flush Well hey there everybody It's me and Joe Thrashenkill You're listening to another thrilling episode of The Toilet Hill Radio Show I'm joined today by a voice you haven't heard a whole lot recently We're going to change that Because we got Breno in the mix Breno, how you doing? No, uh Bad, badly, terribly. Well, why are you doing badly? I don't know. It's just the default state. I don't think I. I don't think I said that out loud enough. People are like, "How are you doing?" And I'm like, "Good, fine, eh, all right." Or my favorite is, is the is the deferring when someone's like, "Hey, sup, man? How's it going?" You're like, "Oh, sup, dude?" And that's it, right? Like you immediately respond to their question with a question. That's my favorite greeting. Yeah, we're not going to delve into how either one of us are doing. We're just going to acknowledge each other's presence right now. <laughs> right. Good. How are you? <laughs> right. That's that's how it is. But uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm here. I'm present, and there's not much more I can I can do other than that except just be because I have to. Yeah, you got to show up. That's half the battle, right? Um, you know, not to this podcast, but I did no. anyway. Yeah. So, but like so. things that matter, like, you know, work, your marriage. <laughs> no, no, you know, not really. You don't, you don't have to do any of those things. I think a lot of people feel obligations that aren't obligations. Um, everything is a choice, man, every day. You know, uh, choosing not to choose is a choice. That's, that's how that works. Yeah. I mean, Getty Lee taught me that. That's right. Uh, no, I, I found that uh, my, I'm at my best self. When I put too much shit on my plate, so I'm constantly busy and like pretty stressed out and stuff. Because if you have all those things to worry about or to work on, uh, you, you don't have time to focus on like how am I doing? Because that's that's a recipe for disaster. You don't want to ever be asking yourself that question. You're not going to get any good results out of it. Yeah, I um, I I spend too much time self-reflecting. I think, and I I think uh, self-awareness is really a curse. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's the path to joy or enlightenment whatsoever. Just ignore your feelings. That's that's how that should work. I mean, that's how all of the uh, men in our families treated their lives. You know, going back generations upon generations. Uh, and if it worked for them, it should work for us, right? It doesn't. <laughs> um. So, uh, so shout out to uh, to a direct message I got on Twitter, uh, honestly, like a week or two ago. I never responded to this guy because I didn't really know what to say. But um, he he had asked me, uh, "Hey, I listen to your podcast all the time, and you always talk about your bands. And where can I find their music?" And uh, I am several years removed from the last band situation that I was in, and uh, I'm like comfortable saying now that uh, like. I wanted to get into a local black metal band and have some fun and ended up, can you believe it, play the lottery here uh, with a racist asshole. Oh. And and so uh, I left the band pretty much for that reason. Just, you know, I didn't uh, punch him and say, you know, you know, fuck the writer. And it didn't happen that way. I just was like, hey, not for me, guys. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do something else with my time. And so I, I'm really not interested in, in sharing the link i'm not interested in talking about it anymore i'm just i'm moving on with my life so um i'm sorry i didn't get back to you to the gentleman who reached out to me but i, I just don't i don't want to get into it anymore <laughs> understandable yeah the last band that i uh devoted like real effort to uh um, yeah the uh, the vocalist uh beat the shit out of his girlfriend so that made me leave the band and uh yeah and help get him arrested (laughs) (laughs) and the thing is like the gentleman in question uh really nice dude to me (laughs) like i i i mean he he had jokes which i thought were jokes and you know i'm 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 in a place with a lot of working class just dopey assholes and i didn't think much of it but uh you know time went on and I, i started looking more into it and asking people and and it pretty much like all blew up my face and i'm like well shit i uh I have to move on with my life, I think. And uh, I, I, he still uh, has control of any band camp I would send to anybody. He would still make any money or get views or get perpetuated if I talked about it or threw it around. So it's just I don't, you know, I, I don't want to do it anymore. Understandable. You I mean you yeah. you roll the dice with black metal sometimes? 
Sometimes you roll a 1488, am I right? No, man. It's not Dungeons & Dragons at all. It's really just a one-sided die. <laughs> really. It just really is. And honestly, I going through that, um, I think a lot of people get called out from like guilt of association. And going through it myself, it's like, honestly, man, we were like a bunch of random white dudes that met on Craigslist. You put a bunch of guys like that in a room, one of them is going to be fucking problematic it's gonna happen it's just i don't know I, I don't know how it is but like we didn't have intimate knowledge of how each other thought you know we just hung out and played guitar and bass together yeah you guys weren't like boys from way back in the day or nothing you were oh, he was a oh. guy that you got his number from the internet yeah like i um i met the drummer uh because i was selling him a guitar on facebook marketplace and uh, he brought me to his you know, band space and he was showing me all his pedals and stuff. And he was like, hey, buddy, uh, you know, I got um, this this band because I had a Watain shirt on or something, which is a whole other can of worms. I didn't you know, I didn't know. I don't fucking I don't know what I'm doing ever. And um, he's just like, oh, we're, we're starting a black metal band. Me and my, my buddy, you know, if you play bass, maybe you want to come in and hang out and do it. And I'm like, all right, cool. And that's what we did. And. We just every Thursday hung out and played music, and that was it. We spent an hour together every week, um, and that was just years ago. You know, 2017 is when we released the album. We were working on it probably like a year before then, so but, it's five years now. Yeah, pretty far removed. From, but you've been working on some new stuff right now, right? <laughs> so about that. Okay. Um, all I, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a good, good old friend of mine. Totally morally pure, and I was excited to do stuff. But uh, my job decided to put me on second shift. Oh fuck, dude! Right away after I like started talking with this guy. So uh, given our schedules, it's it's probably not going to happen. Um, and I'm just kind of looking at all of my shit, all of my things with strings and tuners and fucking tubes. And I'm just like, what am I doing with all this shit? Why don't why didn't I take up golf or like fishing? It's not too you know, late. Could be, I, yeah, but I it would just be the next consumer thing that I have to do too much research on that I get gape kept on in forums and no, that's not the right kind of string. You need only a two pound string to get a twenty pound trout. I've done it. You're a bitch if you need twenty pound string. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not living that life anymore, man. I I, I want to stop chasing hobbies. That shit sucks. That's probably like that's probably a good thing to do. If you if you're finding that your hobbies are overall just bringing you misery, that's that's the right thing. But I I love I love trolling the forums, man. I love seeing what a uh, 65-year-old used car salesman from Topeka has to say about, like, the action on a 1970s Japanese Fender copy. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, it's it's nauseating at a certain point. Because you, you look at all these guys and you're like, are you guys doing anything no, with this knowledge? No, not a one of them. Same thing as me. Oh. They, they get, these guys spend so much more time thinking about indulging in their hobby than actually doing it. And you know why that is? I don't have any fucking time. I do have time occasionally to dick around on the internet. Uh, but it, when it comes time, time to like pick up a guitar, I realize it's been three months since I've changed the strings. They fucking stink and they smell. They sound bad. Mmm, garlics, fingies. Oh, I hate it, mm. dude. Like that fish smell. Like nothing repulses me more. It's like um. It's like if you uh, go to a friend's house and you get some ice from their ice maker in the refrigerator and you take a drink and you go, oh, what is that? And they're all like, what do you mean? It tastes normal. It's it's that smell. Yeah. <laughs> it's that weird, vegetably garlicky, didn't change the filter in seven years of having a refrigerator <laughs> ass fucking smell. And it happens on my fingers if I have a string on a guitar more than six days in a row. Yep. Same. Absolutely same. And I love it. Like I pick up my guitar, the smell hits me in the face from six feet away and uh, I tune it up and I hit a C chord and it sounds like, I don't know, somebody stepped on an animal. It's just <laughs> fucked up and awful. It's like, well, what's the point? What is the point of any of this? Yeah, and I know this isn't the gear show, and I know Jordan usually interjects with a quip to stop us from talking about it. But I'm just I'm just talking about life, man. I'm talking about being 
being a hobbyist in, in, in my 30s, you know, and I'm in a, a, a marriage with double income, no kids, don't want kids, will not have kids. And so I have all this free time and money on my hands. And when you do that, you, you can either become a, a car guy, which I tried and failed, uh, or you can come up with something, model railroads, model airplanes, um, could Magic do, the uh, Gathering? Magic, yeah, Magic Gathering. You could do a, you could be a Warhammer guy. Yeah, yeah, you could uh you could build like one of those really big dioramas. I've never uh met anybody that actually plays uh Warhammer, but I've known a lot of dudes who who have cool collections. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, you know, when I'm ready to do my campaign that'll never happen. Um I got all these sweet sweet Warhammer figurines and much in the same way uh, a, a band, a band is my campaign. <laughs> all of these Warhammer figurines just waiting, waiting with bated breath to, 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 to go forth and, and do the action. And it's just, it's not happening, man. I don't have the social skills. I don't have the time. I don't have the, uh, talent either. Same. So Same. yeah, but yeah, I, I think that most people that own a guitar are in our situation. Yeah, at the same time, like all day long while I need to be working on something else, I've got a thought in my head. I'm like, well, what if I sample some feedback and I pick shift it and like use it like with uh, a Doppler effect or whatever where I can uh, I can bring it up real high like in Cemetery Gates uh, by Pantera, like scream along with feedback, pick shift it upwards and downwards. Yeah, and yeah. And then by the time I actually get to sit down at my DAW, that's never going to happen. <laughs> no. no, and if the thing is, I'm a I'm a I'm a big music fan, um, but I like good music, and that's debatable. I'm sure to everybody who's known what I've shared and talked about. But I like music that I think is good, and I am not capable of making music that I think is good. I, I'm just I don't think I am. I don't so. Uh, I, there's so much, there's so much music out there where it's just a guy who just wanted to make metal music immediately, regardless of skill or premise or anything. And it, it, it just fills up our inboxes. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. I mean, there are four um, metal bands and then everybody else just picked one of them to rip off endlessly. <laughs> <laughs> just four. Yeah. Okay. Um, speaking of speaking of those four metal bands, the the, the only four of them, uh, I I wasn't available last weekend uh, with you guys because I went to a festival where one of those said bands played. Now this is interesting. Yeah. Which which of the four did you uh, did you get to see? Um, just to to give it up straight, man. I I went to a live Metallica performance for the first and last time in my entire life. Something I just out of price alone, I never thought would happen. Um, because God, man, like any time Metallica shows their old wrinkly face, it's fucking $200 minimum. Oh yeah. For a nosebleed situation. The, the one uh, time I got to see Metallica and that, there's a big asterisk on that, uh, was I, uh, I was riding my bike home after work and Metallica were playing a surprise show during South by Southwest at a small outdoors venue in downtown Austin. So I parked my bike on the hill above the venue and watched them from, you know, 200 yards away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you stole a Metallica show. Yes, you know? I feel Which I feel good about sick. that, though. That's, yeah, that's what Lars would have wanted. Right. <laughs> You Napstered a Metallica festival. Yes. Um, which is so sick. And granted, seeing all of the available space to like hang out around this venue, which uh, was at Harvard. Um, it I was have like, it, huh? I have it. You were reading your garden wide? Yeah. I got fucking yelled at by a cat. <laughs> a pulling over. In a place I shouldn't have. So, um, yeah, I was in Harvard. And it was like, the football stadium area and it was all astroturf which was nice and uh i basically just watched a bunch of pop music before metallica came on like the lineup made perfect sense in and of itself before metallica um who you the got name of the, the name of the festival is boston calling right 
Um, so if anyone's that interested to see what else I might have dealt with on that given day, you can look up the Sunday lineup for 2022 Boston Calling. But uh, I saw Glass Animals, which... I, th- I think I know who that is, but I'm not not entirely sure. It's, it's a one-hit wonder in the making. Um, in the fact that they have a really big hit right now and they will not have another one. Sometimes all I think about is you late night in the middle of June. That sounds awful, man, to be honest Heat waves with you. being freaking me out. It's like a it's like a UK white guy rappy band. Oh no. <laughs> where where they uh they got the crooning and the beats. It's um it's great. It's awesome. I'm so glad I was there. Uh so very young crowd because of that sort of situation. So you had glass animals, right? Uh you had this um kind of riot girl ish band called horse girl um they were oh, tight i like the name that's a good name yeah horse girl's a good name you know shout out to them because they weren't horse girls you know it's ironic yeah 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 although um, like i'm trying to imagine what a real horse girl band would actually be and i think it's just haim Haim. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh who else japanese breakfast oh yeah i like them they're good yeah they're, they were good they were fine um, modest mouse, not my thing, man. I'm I'm okay with modest mouse. I you know I like them. I like them okay. Uh, bold choice on their part for not ending their set with the one song that they did because absolute one hit wonders. Those guys, um, they're you know a long time indie band. They have a very large dedicated following, but not as large as the one hit they had on the radio. That that one hit was inescapable for like five years. Yeah, the float on song. Yeah. That's you know, and they didn't end the set with that. That was like their third song in, which I was like, okay, bold choice. Well, respect to that. Because we lost interest immediately as a collective. <laughs> um so that was them. And then uh before Metallica, Weezer. Weezer played. Ooh. <laughs> Man, Weezer, and, uh, Weezer is a band that, like, I don't know of any other band that has just wasted their cultural capital so hard. <laughs> honestly, man, I spent the entire set in an ice cream line because my brother wanted ice cream. Uh, and then I got to the end of the line to find out it was vegan ice cream, and I was so angry. Oh, man, that would have been a huge, wonderful surprise to me, somebody who gets violently ill when he eats ice cream. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I... Uh, you. Fucking vegan ice cream makes me violently ill. Does like it? Coconut milk. Oh yeah, that's true. That's pretty harsh. It's harsh, man. And it, it's like, um, it, I got like a peanut butter cookie dough flavor or something, and it just it was like eating a fucking pure coconut something. It, those flavors just do not mesh at all. Um, so I had two negative reviews: one of Weezer's set, <laughs> and also of this shitty coconut ice cream. Like for. For people that are like much younger that listen to the show, it's that's weird. Do something better with your youth. Yeah, stop um, it. Weezer like were the coolest like rock band in the world for a while. Like uh, after they put out uh, Pinkerton, which was you know kind of uh, I guess at the time it was considered a very artistic choice now we kind of look back on it like uh he wrote a song on that album about like a fictional 15 year old japanese girl you're in love with that's kind of weird yeah and then it's uh then you know after that their frontman was like i'm taking a vow of celibacy i'm going to harvard i'm going to like change my life and then when he'd finished that he came back with some of the worst music anyone's ever heard (laughs) yeah um hash pipe like that blue record or whatever. That's uh, is that green or blue? That was I don't red, fucking I think. That was... I don't care. No, red was the one where he wears the cowboy hat. Oh, that's right, right. Um, but I, that was their uh, load. That was their. Oh yeah. That was their like end of Weezer being good to Weezer fans. Yeah, and then they've just been releasing Lulu ever since. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, with that said, when Metallica came on stage, they had an extremely self-aware set list which i was very cool with they're like we realize we have made shitty music for 30 (laughs) years and we're gonna play none of it um i mean there were some things right you got like whiskey in the jar like the really big hits they had um yeah i'm not i'm not mad at all about getting to hear them play whiskey in the jar like i I love their cover of that yeah and um 
you know, Memory Remains on its own is a pretty sick track. Uh, Who did they, I, did they have uh, somebody doing the Bianca Jagger part? No, that was us. They oh. had us sing that part. Which That's smart. Cool. I like that. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool. It's a cool song in its own uh, in its own way. It's not a cool Metallica song, but it's a cool song for somebody. Um, no, I, I, again, I'm not really mad at the whole load thing. It's yeah. uh, they got some some hard rockers on there. Yeah, but but besides whiskey in the jar and uh, that one song, they didn't play anything. He actually made a joke where he's like, "I know that was like he played some." Something like Creeping Death, something serious. He's like, I know you guys like that one. Are there some that you guys might not like so much? And <laughs> everybody's screaming St. Anger. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I like that one. And then he played none of it. you know. So I thought he was going to lead into some real dog shit, which I was, I was there for. I was excited for the dog shit. If, if you love a band, you have to celebrate the dog shit sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. But they, they played none of it. Um, the last point I'm going to make about seeing them live. Well, there's two points. Number one, fucking absolute amateur hour in terms of who was doing sound at Boston calling the worst sound guy shit I've ever heard in my life. Like Metallica didn't sound good until like four songs in. Oh man. Just no idea what they were fucking doing. And if you were a hundred feet away from the stage, you couldn't hear a fucking thing. It's awful. So that's one point. Another point, uh, and then I, we can stop talking about this whole situation, is that Kirk Hammett personally was having a very rough night musically. What's, I can't remember the last time I heard that many like notes flubbed live by anyone during a set, let alone like Metallica. I saw um, some video going around where he, he fucked up some riffs and like apologized to the crowd. Was that at the same event? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, he said, sorry, guys, you're so awesome. I got distracted by how awesome you were. Is that the video you saw? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That, that was us. That was me huh. watching that video. I, I didn't upload the video, but um, I was there. <laughs> Just like Brian Williams, I was there. I'm wondering and, if he, uh, do you have, did he have maybe like one too many white wine spritzers or something before the show? I think he had a serious case of old and touring. Ah. Uh just tired he had band-aids all over his fingers weird and um yeah he anything any any metallica song that had to be arpeggiated he fucked up like badly one dude when he played one do you remember uh metallica shreds like the old youtube video oh, yeah, of course it sounded just like that <laughs> <laughs> he was he fucked up like i'm just like you know, I'm trying to get psyched because it's Metallica's one. I never loved a song more at the age of 13 than that song. And just like, do, 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 Like, what the fuck are you doing up there, man? You've been doing this for 40 years. Yeah, man. What's going on with your hands? Come on, bro. Um, other than that, I mean, it's a, it's an out-of-body experience, right? It's like, wow, I'm here. This is happening. Amazing. I, I know these guys. Yeah. <laughs> So that was that was really cool. That was really fun. Um, and I was very cool and polite uh, listening to the other music. I didn't boo anybody or cause a ruckus because it really wasn't my show. And I think all of the Metallica fans there, which was 70 percent of everybody, uh, were understanding of that fact. We all stood politely and we, we waited for the music that was not so metal to get off the stage, which was all of it. And then, you know, we got we got ours. So it was a good time. We love it. We love polite Metallica fans. Yeah, never never met so many. In Boston, of all places. Yeah, that's it's, shocking to me, dude. Yeah. <laughs> everybody everybody I talked to, like, oh, where you're from, it was honestly all Rhode Island people. Huh. It's kind of interesting. Um, so was this your first show since the pandemic? You know, that's worth pointing out. It, it, it absolutely was. Yeah. Um, and I was immediately reminded of why it was a very, very bad idea. And it's been a very bad idea to go to live music during a pandemic. Uh, every just sweaty, fucking strange bodies all up in my business. Every crevice of my like physical existence was in somehow rubbing on somebody else. And it was just it. I, I really had to just shut that part of my brain off just to survive without panicking. <laughs> it's yeah. like, 
Get the fuck away from me, you know? Once you've spent that long outside of crowds, getting back into it is like, this is not okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I would... I, I mean, I'm not a... I wasn't like the super hypochondriac germaphobe about the pandemic. Some people really, really got upset by it and really just took it to the nth level. Um, but I, I, you know, I've, I've kind of gotten back to life for the most part. I, I don't really go around masking. I eat at restaurants. I, I've been doing that. It, it's not really that big of a deal. But there's little things in my day to day that have changed due to the trauma of it all. Like, I don't want to be close to anybody. I don't want to shake hands. Everything's a fist bump now. Um, so it's like little stuff. So just going to the show where there's just piles of humans on top of each other, breathing and yelling and coughing on each other. It's just like, Oh my God. Like no wonder we stopped doing this. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to a cross punk show last week and I was just like, if there were a place to get a disease, this is, this is the one. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am fucking stunned that I'm not sick. I am just absolutely amazed by that. I, that I didn't catch anything. So, uh, you know, herpes, anything. You know, I made it out of there uh, intact. So, Immune system too strong. Um, right, because I've been nasty all these years. Right, same. I've been gross. I've, I wear my shoes indoors. I... Uh, Five second rule, maybe six, seven second rule sometimes. I don't give a fuck. Who cares, man? We're just monkeys anyway. Eat the fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, I I have no problem with that. I've met a lot of people who think it's the end of the world to eat some floor food, but I'm telling you, it's probably fine. Uh, yeah. If you don't see, like, poop on it, it's probably okay. Yeah, man. I mean, um, my my cats process so much hair going through their system. There's no reason I can't do sometimes for half an Oreo, you know? Absolutely. Fuck that. Let me ask you this, Bruno. Sure. Um, I know, you know, I know a little bit about your musical history, the things that you like, the things that you don't like. Uh, you, you, you were in your youth a big fan of Amon Amarth, right? I, I was an immense fan of Amon Amarth. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I really don't get it these days. I don't know where it was coming from. It's just. I think I think Vikings are a really intense male power fantasy, and uh, I think that's really really cool when you're 16, 17, maybe up to twenty, but not so much anymore. But yeah, yes, I was. It's it's funny that you use those words to describe it, like a male power fantasy yeah. with Vikings specifically, because yeah. um, Amon Amarth just put out a new single uh, the other day. I don't know if you've seen anything about this. <clears throat> it's called "Get in the Ring." <laughs> oh. Are they talking about like a um, like some sort of a sort of swirly Celtic knot design of a kind of ring? Uh, they're they're talking about like uh, you, I've seen you talking shit. I will fuck you up. Get in the <laughs> ring. Like I'm not even kidding here, dude. So they released like a trapped tune. Essentially, um, in the, the video of, yeah, the, in the year of Odin, 2022. Yes. In in the the video for this thing, uh, you know, it's all these guys in like kitted up with uh, marine gears, the operator like oh. uniforms, like going through the desert and having a a, a fight club in some post apocalyptic uh, basement or whatever. Oh, listen, I I know this is like unprofessional and silly but i'm i'm gonna i'm just gonna give me give me a minute i just wanna yeah you'll want to see this i think get in the ring because i haven't i i've avoided just about all of it for so many years because like if, if you listen to the music on this one it's very like bolt thrower light like it's pretty clearly kind of a bolt thrower rip but it's uh dumber and I just get the sensation that these guys saw Five Finger Death Punch's success, and they're like, "Well, we're getting into our like fifties now. Maybe we need to, maybe we need to steal some of their shine." It's got one of the fucking, I don't know what they were called in WWE, but it's not. He's not the WWE guy anymore because everyone has, everyone has to change their names when they go to a new promotion. But it's Eric Redbeard now, Rowan. Yeah, he used to be one of the fucking brothers. The brothers. 
<laughs> the brothers. The Wyatt brothers or something. I don't oh, know. that's right. Yeah, I recognize him now. Um, yeah, man. What do, you, what, what do you think of this? Um, I mean, musically so far, pretty standard fare uh, for the boys. Yeah. No surprises here, like musically at all, which is why I stopped listening to them. <laughs> uh, they really hadn't done anything cool or new. And like, I have this one buddy that loves to blame the fact that they got rid of their drummer Frederick or something. And I'm like, it's, just, <laughs> it's not, it's not because they got rid of just the, the double bass beat machine, man. That's all metal drummers are. You could have any metal drummer and it wouldn't matter. That is absolutely true. Yes. <laughs> it just does not matter. And, uh, I, but Hey, I don't know. Maybe he had some creative say in the band that I don't know nothing about, but, uh, you know, downward spiral ever since this isn't good. I hate the post-apocalyptic marine spacemen. It sucks, like dude. That, this is so rushed. Like, bands, yeah. please quit doing this shit. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely, like, it's very Napalm Records. Yes. Very, and, like, the thing that bothers rough. me the most about this, aside from, like, how hacky the whole deal is, you know, mm. your whole vibe, is that they keep adding these just clumsily added... Uh, blood splatters with cgi in this thing like it just looks so unnatural it looks so shitty ah bad and dumb yeah uh, agreed uh and of course like it took a million people to make this video the fans seem to like it that being said it has about three hundred thousand views right now which i don't think is a great sign for like upward sales trends for these guys yeah i that's not that's not good. Usually they're like a million views easy kind of a band because they're they're huge. They're they're probably one of the few uh, metal musicians that have like net worths in like the seven figures just really from how just from how fucking many festivals they play and how many people know them. Um, they're a big band. So for them to only get 300,000 views is like a drop in a bucket. You know, usually they get a lot more. I guess I kind of have a blind spot in metal because, you know, yeah. bigger bands like this or a band like Sabaton, like they exist outside of my consciousness and they're just like insanely popular, making tons of money. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things where usually for like my my line for that to equate anything with that is something like Arch Enemy. Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, it was Children of uh, Bodom for a while. You know, like, Alexi Laiho is was a multimillionaire before he passed. That was the thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I figure that one in particular, that guy had, like, 17 different custom artist models of guitar as well. That's probably a good sign that you're doing okay. Yeah. I mean, um, to bring it more to, like, a modern band... I know nobody listening to this would listen to a band like Periphery because they're very melodic and very genty. But uh, the guitarist Misha Mansour, he is a fucking multimillionaire entrepreneur guy. He he drives a McLaren. He's all over Instagram. Yeah, but um, he he makes all his money with like his side hustle shit, not through Periphery, right? Well, I mean, you could say that, but how would his side hustle shit be in any way successful without people knowing him from Periphery? That's a good point. You know, like that's periphery is pretty much his uh, and this is just musicians in general. It's the, it's the loss lead, you know, like it's if you make a band and you make music and you put it out there, you need to understand that that is your marketing campaign. That's what that is. It's not your PR isn't your marketing campaign. Your music is like your your time and your money and your recording and everything you do to to make the actual sound of the music. That's that's a that's a net loss right there. So now that you put in all that money and you put your face out there and people see you and they know who you are. Now the real work starts. Like how can you hustle this in some way that you don't have to flip burgers for a living or I mean, rely on some poor working girlfriend. That's great. If you like can, you can hawk uh, music gear, but what do you do if you're a singer? <laughs> oh, uh, 
You can do, I, don't, I can't even imagine. You can do lessons, I guess. Like follow my system for for singing good. <laughs> this is my this is my vocal breakdown on Coursera. Uh, you can I don't know. In that point, you have to be attractive because then you you want to like sell clothes or something, right? Yeah, you gotta like uh, get on Fiverr and um, sing happy birthday for people. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, don't find yourself in a situation where you can't sell the shit that you're using. <laughs> yeah. I meant cameo, not Fiverr, but oh, yeah. same shit, different asshole. Um, so yeah, I'm on a, so, so back to the conversation here. Yeah. Monomarth, huge band. Um, they do one thing and they do it well enough, but God, it like I'm listening I, just, just in the one minute I listened to the song while we were you know talking and I looked it up. It's, it's just so it's like the same but less every album you know it's just more of the same but a little less quality every time it's like uh it's like when when you're looking at all of the seasons of rugrats how tommy pickles just looks a little less like a you know like a crazy 90s baby and just gets smoother <laughs> you know, it's, it's weirder it's just more of a character of himself well, if, if you like this uh, Amon Amara song, uh, you can catch them on a co-headlining tour with Machine Head, the Vikings and Lionhearts tour, which you get what you deserve, right? I, I want to go to that show just to see the people, just to look at them, just to like, I don't know, do some kind of bingo. Like what would be on that bingo card? You got to have um, uh, like someone over the age of 41 with a chin beard. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there's a ex-cop in my program that uh, he, I think he's the world's only Machine Head fan at this point, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange to meet one of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I don't I don't know. I, I think maybe this is just a thing where you, you love this band and then you quit listening to other bands. And th- this is like your yearly show or something like that. Wait, what's wrong with Machine Head? Yeah. What's that guy? <laughs> Same thing with like Lamb of God. Like they Ooh. easily fit into that slot. Oh, yeah. Not a not a Lamb of God fan. Haven't been for a while. Oh, they were kind of cool in like 2004 when they were a thing and you know, I I always I always have a hard time when people talk about things like Lamb of God and Avenged Sevenfolds is like, these guys are, you know, they're classic, they're legends. Cause I understand that they all have like 20 year careers at this point plus, but, um, it's just like, it. what do you, I don't feel like you have anything to show for it. Right. Like these are copies of copies as we were discussing at the yeah. beginning of the show. Like Lamb of God is just Pantera. That's a little rougher around the edges, <laughs> you true. know? And it's just, it's, it's, Whatever, man. Like Pantera is really the classic to talk about. Lamb of God, no, no not so much. Um, I agree with you on that. Um, all right, well, moving on here. Fine. Um, you know, you and I, a band we can definitely agree on. I think could be wrong here, but I think uh, King think Harder. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. That's no. I'm cool with this. I'm liking where this is going. Um, so I saw in the news that, uh, you know, King Diamond uh, was playing with, you know, his, his OG band, The Merciful Fates. Really? Yeah. Over at some fest in uh, Poland. And uh, they put out, uh, put out a new song, new Merciful Fates song. Like an all new track. Yeah. Okay. So that's is this is the track something that you can hear on its own or is this something you would have to like watch live to see it? You got to watch live. You got to hear yeah, you got to hear shitty cell phone footage. So. Fuck, I hate that. I hate yeah. that. That's the worst. That's the worst thing ever. In the in the modern day of content, like as a band, everybody should just fucking put out whatever they have the moment they have it. Stop it, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to listen to this until there's like an actual studio studio production out there oh i see it get jackal of salzburg <laughs> uh but i feel like uh 
I feel like this is pretty exciting. I, I, I don't know. I was at uh, Central Market the other day. You know, I was listening to, to fucking a dangerous meeting while I was like getting produce, and I was just like jamming. I was jamming next to all of the you know nice uh, suburban soccer moms, like trying to drag their kids to the store. It's like nothing can get me down. Got the fucking jams in my ear. So uh, I'm excited about this. I want. I want to hear. I want to hear some new material. Yeah, that I mean that sounds great. I'm I'm nothing but excited about that. I also really like the live footage where you got King Diamond in the most outfit. This is like absolutely ridiculous. He's in like this cloak with this little weird blackened crown and there's like a, a, a cross in the middle of the crown and of course his face paint and everything. And then you got the rest of Merciful Fate, which is a bunch of dads in t shirts. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows their role here. It's like uh, okay. Everybody wants to see the king, you know, all theatrical, doing his cool shit, hitting ultra falsetto, and I just have to hold it down, like, in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, King Diamond is where it's at. Even if you're going to see Black Sabbath live, which I I had at some point, you're really just there to see Ozzy perform. Yes. Black Sabbath. That's that's why people go to that, because there's Ozzy, you know, as... You know, as iconic as the other members might be on some level, it's like one to a hundred in terms of who who the real deal is. Um, yeah, I think I think the very last show I saw live before the pandemic hit was a King Diamond show. I think that was my last one. Damn, dude. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I know that there was supposed to be a huge like worldwide tour that got cut short, unfortunately. Um, I fucked up by missing the uh, the Dallas date too, so I don't know. Maybe it'll happen again. I think that dude lives here, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was like November 2019 or something, and I had just uh, I I was kind of tapering off and going to a lot of shows, and I was like, ah, there's always going to be time. And then three fucking years later, there wasn't time. There was finally time. It was finally time. <laughs> it's. T- <laughs> I understand that reference. <laughs> it's not fair. There was time now. Um. Anyway, I. Uh, I'm hoping that this merciful fate thing. I'm hoping that more of us get a chance to see it, aside from some polls. You know, what have the Polish done? We deserve this. What have the Polish done? I don't know. Um. Not much. <laughs> no one's really done much of anything. Like I'm scrolling through the news, and uh, it's just been a it's been a week of no news. Like if Metal Sucks is talking about Dance Gavin Dance, ooh, there's fucking nothing to talk about. And I, I've only ever heard the name Dance Gavin Dance from uh, metal outlets having slow news weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's un, it's unfortunate, but but it's how it is. Um, one thing that is really fucking cool is uh, their like headline for today, which I understand it's a slow news week, but this is still cool. You got uh, the band Noel, these uh, these these young kids from Tennessee putting together a fucking amazing grind grindcore outfit. Like they they sound great. They do everything exactly right. Um, and their uh, their bassist followed Undergrounded. Uh, for a while like he was he was on my discord and everything and I remember he uh, he was talking about like oh you know I'm getting some gear together for for the band and um, he was like I need like an overdrive pedal for my bass and I was like uh, would you have any interest in like a dark glass alpha omega and he's like yeah man and I was like do you just want this one and I fucking <laughs> shipped it to him there you go. You uh, you had a part in uh, the new wave of uh, youth-led heavy metal. Yeah, man. I uh, I, I just why not? So you need just I'm, I'm not using it. I know it was a couple hundred bucks, but like I I don't care, man. I'd rather like than sit here collecting dust. Some kid gets to enjoy it and play it in some awesome little band that he's got going on. So you know, yeah. shout out to. And you know what the difference is? He actually like is using his shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, where we so fucked shout out up. To Noel. For sure, shout out to Noel. 
Um, I'm the obviously the one thing I gotta like say out loud is I'm the world's biggest asshole because I forget this kid's first name just because you know we all exist online with screen names and the screen names were always changing and stuff. So I, it's just it's 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 not hitting right away. But I hope he's out there enjoying his uh, his pedal. Or we'll call him Drew. <laughs> Every bassist is named Drew. Exactly. Um, it's definitely not Drew. Oh well, I never mind. He probably just sold it once he got it from me. <laughs> probably it's all that happened. So. Um, did you see the trailer for the new uh, Beavis and Butthead movie? I've not. I saw it while I was scrolling for news today, but we started recording when I was doing that. And now I can't watch it. Yeah, I saw uh, Mike Judge uh, on Twitter post it a few days ago. And he's like, hey, after after this movie goes live, I've got a new season of the show, and then all of the old seasonals will be streaming on the same platform as well. I'm like, hmm, that's pretty exciting. Um, now, now here's the major ask. Is streaming on the same platform great, but are the music videos going to be there intact? Nobody has addressed that. That's a right. really good question. It's I think it's coming out on Paramount+. Plus. Do you have that one? That's the one that I don't see any reason to have until now. Like now, I might get it just to just to get a dose of the of the boys there. But I I will not watch Beavis and Butthead if it does not have the music videos because those are clearly the the best part. I mean, their yeah. antics are funny. Like the little episodic things they do, hilarious, great. But you need you need the music videos to kind of break it up. And the commentary is is everything. It's truly what made Beavis and Butthead great. Settle down, Pantera. <laughs> um, no, I, I remember specifically like the uh, the crowbar one. Too. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Just music. You sit down and get fat too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he sounds like he gave his heart and soul to some chick. I think that's like fifty pounds of meat. <laughs> Really, uh, really outstanding stuff there. Yeah, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to try the Paramount Plus free trial uh, to watch this movie and then and see if they've got the actual uh, music videos on there. Uh, and yeah. Then forget to cancel my free trial as I have with every one of these. Right, and then you you know got to watch it for a couple months. I I just canceled HBO Max for the pure reason that the app is absolute dog shit on my TV. It's not good. Uh, oh. I keep getting signed out like uh, there's an inter- inter- internet interruption. So what we're going to do is we're going to take you out of this thing you were watching and take you back to the home screen uh, where you cannot access the thing that you were just watching. <laughs> um, it would like flash black all the time. Like you would just like flicker as an app, which is fucking insane. It's like this isn't a cathode ray tube tv there's no fucking reason it should be flat anything should be flashing on an image these days that's insane to me um and yeah it just crashes all the time it won't load and it's like i'm not gonna pay 15 dollars a month to watch the latest shitty dc movie shit fucking stupid dumb bottom of the barrel zero out of ten one percent rotten tomato meter fucking dc movie i'm not gonna watch them you know, so it's like forget it why do why do i have this thing there there is so much uh great stuff on hbo but like if you look at the first two home screens it's like okay well do you want to watch a superhero movie it's like well i've literally never watched one through you so no <laughs> yeah it's like do you want to watch sopranos or game of thrones yeah mm, maybe and they got like Adult Swim stuff too, which is fine, I guess. But uh, it's just fuck it, man. Like I, my money is money needs to stay in my pockets, and it's leaving it faster than ever. So I I can't have it. I can't have shitty software. You know that's uh, that's the whole thing, especially lately. Money seems to be leaving my pockets faster. Um, this whole uh, this whole inflation thing we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, you know, gas prices are even higher now. Um, the cost of apples has gone up twice as much since I complained about it. <laughs> uh, I, I was seeing like the uh, the federal response to this. Did you see anything about it? You know, I I haven't. I've just been spending money like a dumbass. 
Uh, so and the, I have I have noticed that uh, uh, you know graphics cards for desktop computers have gone down. And, that is uh, good. Made scalpers broke, which is fucking awesome. I do like that. That is a rare a rare dub in this day and age. Yeah, I'll, I'll, every scalper should lose everything. All of these guys sitting on like GeForce cards or whatever, like gonna make a mint for des- from desperate gamers <laughs> because. <laughs> Everybody else is using these to, I don't know, uh, choke out a bunch of CO2 so we can make, uh, what are they, apes, the fucking... Fake video game dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you were saying, so there is there is some kind of federal response to all this? Oh, yeah, no, like, the government's aware that this is happening, and they are taking steps to address it. Uh, the Federal Reserve uh, plans to uh, work to reduce uh, workers' wages. <laughs> awesome. That's 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 so sick. I don't know how that like works out if everything keeps costing more and like you intentionally drive down like what you make. It seems like that would have the opposite effect of, you know, addressing the problem, but I didn't I didn't go to, you know, like an Ivy League school to to get a master's degree in economics. So, you know, I'm just some dumbass country bumpkin. I don't think most uh, like let's talk about like any big company okay amazon for instance i don't i don't think most of amazon's funds go through the pockets of his employees i don't I think, think that's, there's yeah. some i think there's some other places you might need to turn your old stupid fucking corn husk of a head you idiot fucking oh my god i'm never voting again <laughs> i don't want i don't want a democrat i don't want a republican i just want a building somewhere in the government to collapse and that's it fuck them man i hate this shit same i mean like uh i i uh i hate uh every right winger every single one of them but at the same time at least trump gave me like a couple hundred bucks <laughs> all, all biden's given me is like a, a big stick of fuck you uh, you gotta uh the, there's no deer wearing bulletproof vests come on just silly uh and man, like I gotta tell you, things uh, things outside of like economics, they seem to be getting worse. Um, my uh, my wife and I were planning on going to a, a pride event uh, last night uh, downtown because uh, you know one of her friends uh, was performing. Uh, and uh, earlier in the day, like a group of people that were like describing themselves as Christian fascists, like that's the words that they use for themselves, which is not ideal. Right. Uh, we're like trying to break into a gay bar to like harass people uh, in the, in the same kind of neighborhood. So I'm like, it seems like things are heating up all over really, really in a way that uh, normally I like to be above it all, but I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of heat right now. Yeah. And I, I think I, I, I don't know if it's social media. I don't know if it's just the constant doom scrolling that's doing it to us, but I just remembered during the Trump years, like 2016, 17, so on, I was fucking on 10 in terms of anger all the time. I prayed for violence. I ruined so many relationships with my mouth that I had, you know, garnered in my life because I was just so pissed off. Everybody was a Nazi all the time. I was always just so fucking mad. And um, now it's like I'm... I'm seeing things from their side of the coin. I got a job at a, at a gun factory of all places, which is full of conservative dudes. Right. And, uh, honestly, the grand majority of them are like, yeah, Trump's a huge dumbass, but he's better than Hillary Clinton. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And they explain it to me. And it's like, well, what, what can you say? What can you fucking say when the democratic candidates are all the same worst kinds of bullshit with a rainbow sticker on their shirt? You know? Yeah. I mean, you get the, you you get the shit into the stick your entire life and it's like well it's gonna make you mad duh and yeah it's like if there were a reasonable solution uh like i would i would i would be less understanding of it <laughs> yeah and i i think there's just so many things in terms of digital entertainment that can push these insane narratives one after the other to you and uh, the insidious thing about a lot of these videos is they're made by people who are only interested in the money they're going to make from it. Oh, yeah. And so you got these guys who are actually really intelligent 
really well-spoken, well-versed people because every con man is. And they go on and on and on about these completely factless conspiracies that are not happening anywhere, but they seem well-researched because there's a community of people who create fake stories online to use as a fake bibliography for fake videos. And it's just this perpetuating cycle of bullshit that honestly is just happening everywhere for everybody. And, uh, people are melting their brains as a result with just complete nonsense. I think that that's all well and good. If you want to create some incendiary videos to make some money, I think that's pretty fucked up, but like, whatever. Uh, but like when you can actually, when you, do your do your due diligence to actually get a crowd of meat people into public uh, to uh, harass real people. I got an issue, man. I got I got a pretty big beef with that one. It's uh, going out of your way to harass folks, make them feel unsafe. Like I think there's got to be repercussions for that. Obviously, oh. it's not coming from. <laughs> anywhere it should <laughs> no no and i you know what what can you do about that kind of thing you got people coming out here proudly calling themselves fascists uh it's like you've already lost the argument there you know like you're uh you're you're here to preach complete authoritarian control over everything and the death of everyone who disagrees and you want to have a talking point where now <laughs> like what where do you go up from here? You know, like how do we have a conversation with a person like that? I don't know. It's man, really strange. It, it's got me like looking over my shoulder and shit, ready to like punch somebody in the throat. Like <laughs> I just don't I know. Want, I don't want to, I don't want to put myself in a bad situation or let other people get put in a bad situation. Right. And, and like I was saying, you know, I, I was so pissed off so many years that I'm just, I'm tired now um, I've lost my ability to care about a lot of this stuff. I kind of just I, I am now the person who closes the window. I'm the, I'm the one who blocks people. I'm the one who just closes the laptop and says that's enough and goes outside. That's that's me now because I I'm you're never going to get through to a guy who feels the way that those people feel in front of the gay bar harassing people. You're you're never going to produce the combination of words to enter their brain to make them stop being the way they are. I've tried. I've tried with harassment. I've tried with like honest conversation and debate. I've, I've fucking tried. And it's just like it, they just parrot the same exact talking points that the same pieces of shit they hang out with parrot. And it's like I, you can't you can't make any headway with anybody like that. So I all I can do is just hope to outvote them. Maybe <laughs> that's it. That's all I can do. Seems like, yeah, there's, um, zero good opportunities here. No, no. And you know, it's like, if you, uh, if you want to listen to a Nazi black metal band and you want to go on Twitter and get banned immediately, then that's your life, man. That's great. Go ahead. Fine. But just like, I don't know. Try, uh, try an online dating profile try to try to maybe not put so much uh stock in your esoteric vino collection like go fucking touch grass go for a hike get some fresh air get on the fishing maybe. forums yeah man move out of your mom's just i don't know uh get people free lunches at work make yourself feel a little better there, there are lots of things that you could do uh, rather than harassing uh, people who have nothing to do with you whatsoever. And it feels like, well, if, if you wanted to, you know, live a decent life, you could have glommed onto any one of those by now. This is just what you want to do. And uh, I don't know. I, uh, I don't think, uh, I don't think other people should have to put up with it. I think that yeah. we need to normalize, um, Normalize not taking any shit before it even starts. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like, just just shut. The, if if someone's screaming at you, just shut the fucking window, man. Just like, don't don't give them a second of your time. Don't give don't give them a moment. Like I'm I, I 
I retweeted an idiot today and I'm, you know, just so I can make a quip and I'm already regretting it because now it's like, well, I got to babysit it to make sure that nobody says anything. And then when I make a comment to come back, it's like I got to babysit the comeback to see if they made a comeback and I got to come back and come back and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, you know, what are you doing with your time? Really? How is this helping? How is this really legitimately helping any cause? Just I, I can't. I can't anymore. So I'll, I'll let you know my secret. Because uh, I, I still have fun online, it's it's IRL that I'm worried about. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's if I see a single tweet that annoys me, I just block that person. Like anything that gives me any kind of headache, block immediately. Yeah, just block. I don't care who you are. Like you could have tons of great opinions, but if I see one bad one, you're done. <laughs> yeah, and I I feel like I I always avoid blocking people because. It's just there's like a screenshot they can take of you doing that and they have some statement to make about that. I'm, I'm a big fan of the mute button myself. Um, I don't know why, because whenever I mute somebody, it seems like they they must have some kind of app they downloaded where they know I muted them. Because when I mute somebody, they proceed to never shut the fuck up talking to me. <laughs> They always, always get into my comment section and demand my attention when they're muted. And I always get the little fucking, this is from someone that you muted. Click to see what it is. And what am I going to do? Not click on it? Yeah, you got to click it. What am I going to do? Am I not going to click on it? It's like a, it, it's like I activated the sad puppy syndrome and now you just can't fucking leave me alone. Yeah, man. Uh, again, that block button, if you want to get online, make sure it's a good time because, you know, this is your time. Uh, to, to fuck around on the internet. Uh, everything else, it's out of your control. Yeah, man. It's like, and if you're in my comment section and I'm not talking to you and I'm not engaging with your comment at all, I'm not liking it, I'm not retweeting it, I'm not giving you a follow-up on it, it's like, maybe you'll evaluate the last interaction that we had where I did talk to you and think to yourself, you know, maybe this guy doesn't like me anymore and I can move on with my life. Just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> For me, if if you you know reply to me and I don't reply, it's probably because uh, I forgot that I tweeted the thing and I've moved on to something else. <laughs> I mean, that's true too. I, I probably shouldn't put it out there because now everyone's going to be like, "Who doesn't like me?" Well, it's true. I don't like you, but it's um, you know, it's not because of anything you did wrong. I'm just uh, a very judgmental person. That's fair, and I'm just yeah. uh, I'm constantly uh, distracted going on to other things that's how i get right. by man but uh you know i know it's i know it's been kind of a, a wacky episode i know we've been uh back and forth about a lot of big major things and uh you know i i know i i'm putting some things out there that might come back to me i don't want to be put back but it's like i don't know life's short i might as well be honest like the whole black metal thing it's like don't don't make the music just do something else do thrash thrash is great thrash is a great genre you want to make a quick and easy dirty metal album do that instead harsh noise is fine like grindcore is also great you don't you don't have to be black metal you don't have to be red metal you know you don't have to be communist black metal you don't have to fight them at their own game just don't play just don't don't bother it's it's not worth it i think i think we've we've seen enough with black metal it's time to it's time to explore other genres, guys. <laughs> yeah, like more grindcore. <laughs> more HM2 pedal uh, Swedish buzzsaw metal. Just let's keep making that. That's fine. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think the sounds for 2022, 2023, organ. Organ's going to be a big thing. Um. Well, okay. I, I, I hope that uh, I can find myself like a slightly used church organ with a giant fucking billowing pipes. I'm going to just put it. If my experience with uh, Craigslist is accurate here, um, you can get one today, but you have to pick it up. And it's for, it's free, but you have to pick it up. Ah, well, I'll just uh, bring my semi and um, I'll, probably, I'll probably just keep it in my backyard because I can't fit it in the house because it's taller <laughs> than the house. So uh, it would just like sit in the backyard rusting, and I bet it would sound really cool. I think once it would. It's broken. Well, everybody, go uh, reclaim some instruments and uh, make some new sounds that are not black metal, 
And uh, I tell you what, we'll see you next week if that works for y'all. Yeah, don't uh, don't burn the church. Just uh, you know, buy pre-owned instruments from it. Yeah, talk to the old lady that's you know in charge of you know the funds or whatever. She'll she'll cut you a deal if you're sweet. Yeah, and maybe talk to the old guy in the white collar. He might help you find yourself if you're so upset. <laughs> that's good advice for everybody. Yeah, right. man. Uh, I think that's it for right now. If you uh, if you like the show, uh, we do more on Patreon. Um, Google Toiled of Hell Patreon. It's there somewhere. Uh, and uh, Breno, you want to close this up? All right, boys and girls and everybody beyond that, you have yourselves an incredible week. Keep it metal. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. FM Radio Radio. TOVH The Flush